Hello everyone. Welcome back to Morning with Sayyid Shantari. Today we have Cassandra Rosa with us. Cassandra is an intuitive certified life coach and clarity creator. She helps millennials find the clarity they need to confidently create a fulfilling life and business. In her coaching practice, she loves to teach her clients how to clarify their path and purpose and connect their inner confidence and create the action steps to kickstart their businesses. Cassandra Rosa is a healer, Reiki master, and award-winning speaker, award-winning author of the book, Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. Tune in today for Cassandra's personal development and business podcast called Clarity Conversation. It's available on all the major podcast platforms. So hi, Cassandra, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, sharing your stories with us. Um, so can you tell your uh, tell, tell our listeners uh, something about yourself and your business? Hmm, okay, so I've been in the industry since 2015, the personal development industry. And it's been such a beautiful journey to get to where I am today. I'm so fulfilled in helping my clients figure out what their path is. And I love to do a holistic approach in this process of giving them tangible tools and mindset tricks, and then also incorporating the whole concept of energy with doing energy healing and guided meditations along the process. Um, so Cassandra, how is Reiki different from um, therapy, I, I would say? Yeah, so um, therapy is like when you're talking through your um, different things that happen in your life. Reiki is a Japanese healing modality. Um, it's been around for a very long time. And it's essentially that you are a channel for light energy, love energy, and helping to clear things more on the energetic level versus the mental level and subconscious. Yeah, and actually I also have Reiki certificate. Um, I, I feel for level one or level two. Um, nice. So I'm kind of familiar with it. And I, yeah, and I personally feel uh, Reiki is, uh, is, is a natural healing process. And uh, I feel it is not as common as it should be because uh, mm -hmm. I have seen people heal, healing from kidney stones with the use of Reiki. Right. You can heal things on uh, the mental level, the physical level, the energetic level. So it's super powerful. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when I did my um, Reiki course, um, there were um, coals like fire and fire, fire and coals um, put on the floor. And then our, our instructor told us to think that nothing's going to happen and then walk on it. And then if you walk on it, nothing nothing actually happens. Yes. I've done a firework, uh, a firewalk myself at a personal development type of retreat. And it's so crazy just to see how, you know, the mind works and how if you overcome the fear and you go for it, how, you know, that it can be a beautiful experience. Um, so Cassandra, you, you do so many things. You're an author, speaker, you run this program, a Reiki master. Um, so of course you are so successful, but how did you become who you are? Like what propelled you to 
be so good in so many different fields and um do what you're doing right now is was it because of something related to your childhood or was it because of something you experienced as an adult um would you share some insights about it yeah well thank you for that compliment i received that and i appreciate it um mm-hmm. from a young age i knew i wanted to make a difference in the world and like that's all i keep hearing in my mind and i didn't know what that meant so i thought maybe i'll be a teacher or a psychologist and i went to university for psychology and halfway through my degree i decided that going into school for 12 years to become a psychologist didn't feel like the most aligned path for me so i thought like now what what am i going to do with my life and i ended up you know just going into the family business of insurance because i thought you know if i make a lot of money maybe i can create a foundation one day and that's how i can make a difference but there was always this calling for more there was always this calling of making a difference and a few years um like a few years ago so i would say more than a few years ago now 2013 wow how time flies um i volunteered in africa and i mentored kids at an after school program and that was a very pivotal time in my life um because i fell in love with mentorship and fast forward to after working in insurance and working just some sales jobs to make money i kind of crossed paths with the personal development industry and i fell in love with it cuz it made me learn so much about myself and grow myself in such a way that it all clicked it made me realize this is how you're going to make a difference in the world invest in yourself invest in your personal development and then help others do the same and now it's just been a beautiful journey of evolution for myself but also guiding through my clients through these different modalities i've learned along the way um so how has it affected your personal and professional relationships and um, did you face any struggles in all these fields um, or any bias because you were a woman yeah so i think personally it's just been such an evolution like it was interesting today i was doing a year end reflection and i had a question about where were you 10 years ago and 5 years ago and a year ago and it made me realize like 2011 was such a lifetime ago i had just began university and that was like a big um chapter of my life that was like really really dark because i thought now what what am i going to do with my life there's something more that's calling me but i don't know what that is and i don't know how to get there So with that being said, I think it made me realize today how far I've come and how much of a different person I was back then. Um and I had so much to learn and I'm so grateful that I took the steps. And then for business, you know, like when my 2014 I created my first business with making vision board workshops at schools and community centers. And as I grew and evolved a few years later, it really clicked for me that i had to incorporate more of a program format in my intuition and once i kind of became clear of what helped me get clarity and i created a program 
and sprinkled in my intuitive gifts, that's when things really shifted for me. And I was able in six months to leave my high paying sales job to replace my income and more doing what I love. So that was a little bit about how it affected my my me personally and my business and the roadblocks along the way that were affected as a woman. Um, that time that I was in corporate and I worked in insurance, there was lots of a gender bias that faced me there um, because I was by far the youngest. I had people that could be my grandparents that were working in that same office as I was. And mm-hmm. as a woman, like there were literally maybe five women that worked there and most of them were assistants. So I had a lot of men that, you know, were intimidated, especially because I had a lot of background with the family business and people knew that. So that was a big gender thing that came up for me when I was in traditional. And then now with business, you know, um, and being on social media, it's just an interesting experience um, sharing so openly on Instagram and engaging on there consistently and getting like weird DMs from men, you know. Sorry. Yeah. For with the DMs, I have I have uh, also seen posts that um, people also DM women on LinkedIn, which is a professional website. Yeah, it's just interesting, you know. I guess like powerful women or people that are showing up consistently online to have that. And I didn't have that amount of weird, strange DMs until I was consistent online with my business. So it was just a weird parallel that just came top of mind to share, which is interesting. Um, And you know how you mentioned that when you were in a corporate world and even in your business early in the days, so you used to face gender bias. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ask someone for help or did you have any support system? And I'm asking this because uh, I have read that mostly um, at the places where women are discriminated, if, if they have any question, they go to the same women who are also being discriminated. So when they ask a question to a fellow woman and that woman tells this one that it's okay, it, it, this is how the organization works. And um, that's how a woman accepts the norm of being discriminated. So what was your story about that? Yes. So when I was in the corporate space, there wasn't any female managers. It was all men, old white men, you know? (laughs) And (laughs) so, you know, when I had certain things that would come up, like backhanded comments or being looked at, you know, inappropriately by men even walking down the hall there wasn't someone that was my superior to go to so I really just um kind of leaned on the other women that were there we would sit together and board meetings and stuff but you know like it's one of those things that you know it's interesting with the hierarchy that can happen in these big institutions and like the lack of diversification of ethnicity and you know with women being in powerful positions in some of these corporate positions that it's an interesting space to be in um as a woman and as a young woman as well because that was like my job after university so i was maybe 22 like early 20s navigating working at 
a huge major um, insurance company in Canada. So, um, so how, how did you decide that, okay, now this is the time that you cannot stand the gender bias anymore and now you should go your own ways and start your own business? I just think it, it wasn't really the gender bias exclusively. I think it just came down to there was a misalignment deep in my heart and my soul. I just felt like I could do more. I was doing really well in corporate, but there was this question mark and this longing for a more fulfilling life and to make an impact. And even though I didn't know what that meant, it was like a constant whisper um, in my ear and in the back of my mind that Luckily, I'm very grateful um, that I trusted that instinct and that intuition and I made that leap and I did whatever it took to help that transition because I know for many people, especially women, that, you know, whether you're a mom or you're a successful businesswoman, sometimes we're in these jobs, you know, to make money and we get lost in the fact that there may be a misalignment there and there might be a lot of fear that comes up to take the step. Um, so when you first started it, um, did you have any role model who you looked up to? And um, right now, what business you're doing and how are you making sure that it reaches the people who are your target audience? Yeah. So when I started my first company in 2014, I started with a friend of mine and we really just kind of leaned on each other. Um, and as things grew and evolved, I went to my first personal development seminar and not only did, was I learning a lot from the facilitators of these programs I was enrolled in, I was learning a lot from my peers and really establish that connection. So I'm very grateful to have had multiple mentors along the way to help me with the process. And I'm so grateful that I invested in myself and said yes to myself um, so that I would have those guides to get me to where I am today. And currently what my business looks like is that I do intuitive life coaching. So I have this course, it's called the Clarity Creation Course, and it's really to help people transform from saying, now what? I don't know what my path and purpose is to by the end of it, having clarity of what that looks like, having the confidence to go after it, and having the steps to get started. So it's a three-month program. I am taking a few more one-on-one clients for the end of the year, um, but I do open them in the group format as well. Um, and I also do one-on-one sessions with my clients. Um, I like to make them incorporating a healing element. So after each one of our sessions and I give the tangible tools, I walk them through a guided meditation that I infuse Reiki into um, just to help them heal and integrate everything on the energetic level as well. So those are my main offerings for now. And I also do card readings as well, like Oracle card readings, because just a lot of people ask me to do it. And I do that as well. Um, that's so many things, honestly, which you're doing and you're doing it perfectly. So more power to you, Cassandra. Um, yeah. One thing which I would like to ask is uh, with your program where you help to help people to find their path and purpose, have you ever encountered any women from rural areas um, or, or underdeveloped country or 
even like any women who you encounter who are suffering from abuse or um, domestic violence and if yes um, how did you help them and to follow up on that do, do you find most of the women who come who come to you are um, some in, in some way one one way or, or another are being oppressed or are being victimized in their lives hmm this is a good question um so i i work primarily with canadians and americans but i keep in touch with some of the girls when i volunteered in africa and sometimes they just need someone to talk to in a safe space um to express what they're moving through and i think that you know especially people that are going through instances like that to have someone that's outside of their circle to listen to hold space for them to help them energetically heal um that's something that i found is really exponential as the first step for helping them to grow and integrate everything that they're moving through um so i think that and guiding them through meditations and getting them to a state where they can just kind of go inward and make empowered decisions for themselves because i think people in those situations you know they're told by maybe their friends and their peers of what to do but i think it really comes from them empowering them to make the decision that they want to make for their life and not for anyone else hmm. um so how long is your program for figuring out path and purpose how much time it takes and how is it delivered yeah it's three months one-on-one -on -one capacity so i have the three main parts like i was saying of clear clarity of their path and purpose really giving them interactive exercises to be clear of what it is that they want that i facilitate on a one-on-one -on -one basis for the one-on-one -on -one clients um, and then we go into the confidence, so helping them clear anything that standing in their way and tapping into that inerrant confidence that they have for themselves. And then we get the foundation going because a lot of these people are people that want to step into um, being coaches, healers, starting their own business, giving them the foundation. So it's three months, like I said, it has a lot of the interactive tools. Um, and then we seal it out with a lot of the guided meditations to help them integrate on the energetic level. Hmm. Um, so, Cassandra, um, as I mentioned before, that you're doing so many things at once. How do you make sure that your life is balanced and you're not overworked or burning yourself out and uh, um, giving proper time to your family and your professional career? And how do you make sure that the stories of your clients um, don't affect you personally or mentally because I'm, right. I'm pretty sure when, when you're a Reiki master and when you are doing such kind of coaching um, you must encounter people with um, traumatic uh, experiences of their past how do you make sure that you don't those experiences don't stay with you and affect your own personal life right so I think you, you're asking wonderful questions, by the way. Um, the Thank balance you. piece of it, you know, like even a year ago, I was so burnt out, like so, so, so burnt out because I was so um, engulfed and in love with my business that I spent a lot of time and energy and focus there. So what I really proud myself and I'm really grateful for this year is that I created a work-life balance. I allowed myself to work four to five days a week, be present and completely detached from the other days. Some of them were long days, 
Um, so I kind of figured out what my energy type was using human design and then building my schedule accordingly. So I would work max four to five days a week um, and then being completely detached so I can spend quality time with loved ones. So I think it's really important for you to understand what your productivity and uh, energy flow is so that you can schedule accordingly 100%. So yeah, it's scheduling, it's discipline, it's setting boundaries with clients um, to say, hey, this is when I'm available. I won't get back to you after a certain time. And I think when you start the business, a lot of people are eager to get clients and go, go, go. And those lines may be a little bit blurry. Um, mm -hmm. And then to not take on what's going on in the session. I'm really conscious of where I'm facilitating the sessions, having a specific place um, in my space that I have the sessions and I anchor everything there. Um, and I think it's really, really important as well to just energetically um, have practices for you to fill up your cup and shine bright so that you know if there's anything that's dense that they're moving through that you're not taking that on as their own so i think having those anchors top of mind and having your own practice to make sure that you are energized and your cup is filled is huge hmm. and uh, how do you think uh, women who are suffering uh, from abuses or who are struggling to find their uh, path and purpose because of constantly being discriminated um, in their workplaces, how do you think they can find um, a support group or a support network which they can rely upon and uh, which probably can guide them? Um, how do you think they can manage that? Yeah, so I think there's something so beautiful about the internet um, that it connects people from all over the world. So I know that I it's a pleasure that most of my clients, like they're not even from Toronto like I am. So it's, it's beautiful to connect with people through the internet. And I think there's a beauty in so many Facebook communities and personal development groups that exist that you can connect with. So I think it's important to like search and be a seeker of what that community could look like for you and do that online um, as well as in person. I know with the pandemic that makes things a little bit different now. So I would say start in Facebook groups because there's a lot of people from all over the world that have a similar mission um, and go from there and even free events, you know, that happen on Facebook groups. I have them from time to time in mind, um, you know, to take advantage of those and work with a mentor or join a group program that can help you to facilitate that i know for a lot of the women that i work with you know we're coming up to the end of the year here and finishing up one of our programs and you know they're so grateful that they could connect with like-minded women so it's huge to connect and use this tool of the internet to help um so you mentioned about facebook groups but i know um some of the women they don't like posting on facebook groups because the same very people who are abusing them or making their life harder can see their post and uh, then they receive more backlash. Um, 
so what do you think should they make an other account or how should they go around it there's lots of private groups right that exist there so you can kind of see if there's mm. mutual friends that are also a member of these so i would just diversify and seek the ones that are in alignment with you that you feel comfortable with you don't necessarily have to share your whole story um, on a post in the group but you know, maybe connecting with like-minded people and maybe sending them a message. You know, I can't, I, I'm not one necessarily that posts um, as actively, but definitely connect with people with similar stories that share. Hmm. And for your own things, um, which you're doing, how can people reach out to you if they're interested in um, having conversation with you or joining your program? Yeah. Um, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah, so on Instagram, it's Cassandra Rosa A is my handle. My website's CassandraRosa.com. Um, to kind of see more about me, my story, you can pick up my book on Amazon. It's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. And I also have a podcast, and it's called Clarity Conversations with Cassandra Rosa. It's available on major podcasting platforms. So that way that you have access to content um, at a low cost, if not no cost, and you can immerse yourself in what I have to offer. And if you feel in alignment, just connect with me on Instagram. Um, so Cassandra, tell us something about your book um, now. What, uh, what, what is it about and why did you write it and um, what kind of feedback have you received from it? Yeah, I've had wonderful feedback. I'm really grateful um, from the people that have read it because this book is really talking about how I transformed from a now what moment of not knowing what I wanted to do with my life and lacking clarity to where I am now. So it really walks you through how to clear what's holding you back, connect to your vision and create your action steps. And I would recommend you grab a pen while you're reading it because I have little parts in the book, little exercises that you can do as you move through the book so that you have a transformation and a breakthrough by the end of your time reading it. Um, so yeah, lots of personal stories and exercises to help you. Um, so you're saying um, we should buy a physical copy and it's better not to read it um, on, on your tablet or phone, correct? You can, you can, and then write a notebook for the exercises. Um, on Amazon, I believe that there is a Kindle version available there that you can purchase, and it's available pretty much worldwide on Amazon. Hmm. Okay, and what about your Reiki um, training? Um, where do you do it? How do you do it? And can someone take the um, your Reiki treatment online? Yeah, so Reiki, uh, as you know, as someone that's taken one and two, that everything is energy. So I would say the most of my Reiki treatments that I've facilitated over the years um, have been online. So yes, um, if you go onto my website, CassandraRosa.com, there's a section that it says work with me in a drop down menu and it says intuitive healing sessions. Um, that's, that would be my Reiki treatments that I facilitate. So you can connect online or DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. Sounds good. And just one more thing, um, those women who 
again don't know their path and purpose right now um what would be the best way for them right now do you think where they should start do you think they should start from taking reiki uh, treatments or they should start by reading the book or coaching where, where they should start I think all of those paths are viable, right? It really depends on your unique path. I don't think it's one size fits all. So lean into the curiosity, right? Lean into the curiosity, say yes to the opportunities. So if you like to read, pick up the book. If you're someone that's curious about the energetics behind it, book an intuitive session. And then if you're ready and you're like, you know what, I feel in alignment, I want to go for it, you can go through the full-fledged program and we can work together on a one-on-one basis. I would say, aside from the options that you just mentioned, if you're someone that's curious about what your purpose is, just say yes to opportunities that you feel curious about. Because I feel like that's what allowed me to unlock my path and purpose was saying yes to going to workshops or networking events or reading a book. Because every... One of those instances were really a breadcrumb along my path to where I am now. Hmm. Um, that's really sweet of you. And that's really kind of you to share all these resources and all your knowledge with us. I'm pretty sure all the people who are listening must be taking so much inspiration from you right now. Um, so yeah, once again, Cassandra, thank you so much for being on our podcast and uh, wish you all success with everything which you're doing, your books, your speeches, your program. Like, really looking forward to seeing you more successful in the future. Thank you so much for having me, and I look to, forward to connecting with the audience more. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.